Hi guys, on this week's episode of the Royal Talk with Michelle podcast, I am talking a little about my personal story of divorce and how I want to use that experience to help other women. It is the reason that I decided to switch course in my coaching. I want to help other women take back their personal power and turn their divorces into their personal transition story. You do not want to miss this episode, so get comfy, settle in, and enjoy the show. Hi guys, welcome back to the Real Talk with Michelle podcast. This is episode number 83, Real Talk About Life After Divorce. Um, Guys, welcome back. Hi, hi, hi. I sure have missed you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening in the interim. I am so grateful for you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and today's topic, life after divorce, of course, is something that I am experienced in. I am a, yeah, I still like to think of myself. I am a young divorcee and, um, recently in my coaching work, I was finding myself a little bit uninspired and trying to figure out like, where was the disconnect coming? Why, like where, where was I trying to get people to come to and from? And what I realized was when I get asked the most about where my personal transformation came from, it actually came from my life after I had experienced, um, divorce. So like I, I am part of the person that I am right now because I went through a very significant ending relationship in my life. Um, I had, I want to tell just a little bit of backstory about my life and my life after divorce. But if I wanted to be married. I wanted to be married by 30 very specifically. I talk about this a lot. I am a master manifester. So if I say I want something and I put action behind getting it, I'm going to get it. I was married by 30, but I was also divorced by the age of 34. And this wasn't someone that I just met and decided that I was going to marry. This was a long-term relationship. So we might have only been married for three years, but we were together in total of 10 years. We didn't do anything fast or rash or anything. Um, when we decided to get a divorce, I really honestly think it was best for the both of us because I really don't think that, I think that when you meet somebody really, really young and you start to grow up a little bit and get more ideas in your head about who you are, who you want to be in the future and you're evolving and you're growing. And this is on both sides that eventually it might not be this other person might not be the person that you're intended to continue to grow with. And I think that um, in my relationship, we started to get to this point. And, you know, when the relationship was over, I was definitely, I was sad. I was sick. I was feeling sorry for myself. A lot of things about my divorce made me realize that I was really not being true to who I was. And I don't know how many women can like sympathize with that part of it, but 
the more like that I realize that I'm actually coming into myself, I realize how far away from who I'm truly intended to be that I was becoming. Um, and I, I wrote this down, like in no way do I blame my ex, but I realized that respect was lost for each other on both sides and the relationship just could not continue. And sometimes when we're in marriages and everything, um, we, um, it just, it's just not meant to continue. And the marriage might end for a couple, like a few reasons. There's no one way of why relationships don't continue, but we do know that it's okay to call it. It's okay to call it. It's going to be said either way. It's, it's not a happy time. Um, but in the days, months, and years after the, after the divorce, I had a real reckoning with myself. I had to pull it together to get serious about my life because it was no longer just two people. It was me like on my own. And this was the start of an awakening in myself. It was the start of big things for me. Lots of massive growth went on. So when I talk to people about life after divorce, I'm like, you are about to become an entirely new person if you step up and you say, you know what? I am not gonna falter under this. This is not gonna be the end of my story. I'm going to continue to learn and to grow and, and to know more about myself. And I talk about um, my spiritual awakening in two episodes of the podcast that you can look up and it's real talk about my spiritual awakening part one and two check them out go back there um, it'll talk about a little bit more about my personal transformation but I wanted to talk about life after divorce because I want to talk about a few things that started to happen for me because I think we reframe, like we hear about life after divorce as being this super, super hard, hard, bad thing, but there are good things that come from it. And that's where I wanted to pull like future coaching work was to help other ladies who are trying to figure out what to do after that. Um, one thing that I learned was, who, one thing that I got to examine was, who was I outside of a relationship? Who was I outside of a partnership? One thing I can tell you is that in a partnership, I was completely in, in my marriage. I was very codependent. Do everything together, be everywhere together. Where are you? What are you doing? When are you coming back? All of these things we were for each other. And one thing in that is that I lost who I was outside of a couple. I never want to do that again, ever, ever, ever again. It's so important for me to have autonomy in relationships. So for me, after it was over and I started to define who I was outside of a couple, it was a very pivotal, important part of the process of after divorce for me. Another thing was, um, 
getting my health and wellness back on track. It was like very eye-opening for me to start back focusing on myself because I had become very um, homemaker of a sort. Like I wanna be home, I wanna cook, I wanna clean, I wanna do the things. Now I still like to do those things, but I put my health and my wellness on the back burner and my partner never put his health and wellness on the back burner. He was gonna go and work out. He was gonna do everything he wanted to do. And I did not, um, I, I wanna put that out there. I did not resent him for that. I admired that as a as a as um something that he did for himself. So I like after I got out of the relationship, I was like, girl, you was tripping. Like now I'm like really back into taking care of myself and it will never be a back burner thing for me moving forward um my partner understands <laughs> that i'm going to the gym that's something i'm gonna do whatever i need to do can happen after that but that was a really surprising one for me um also i was trying to like figure out when i lost myself and go about rediscovering myself and when i say lost myself i mean lost proper zest for life like i had a lot of qualities that i think i picked up along the way because i was coping um with death and just some other like hard life things i ran a business and that was taking a toll on me and i really just i was drinking and partying and really deading my light as much as i could and when i got out of my marriage don't get me wrong it was not a quick process i still had some reckoning to go through this is four years later mind you so we can put some of those first years up there i was most certainly um still up to some old shenanigans it took um my current partner to kind of point out some of those things that I was doing that was sabotaging um, my light. When I got divorced, it definitely made me have to figure out the things that I liked and I disliked. You remember when I mentioned being codependent? I definitely had picked up the likes and dislikes of my partner. Like we were like a one-time unit. There's some stuff, child, that I don't ever have to do again, okay? I don't ever have to pretend like I like watching football because I don't. <laughs> I don't have to want to go out all the time. I don't have to drink to excess to have fun there are just some things that i never had to do that i picked up qualities and traits of like i said people who are around me to fit in and just to be agreeable i am no longer that person you can definitely ask people who know me i i don't have to do it and i don't and i won't and people know that when i say that i mean it um life after divorce forced me into some much needed therapy i had to go to therapy i had to have 
second, third, fourth, and fifth opinions. Um, finding the proper therapist was a little bit like give and take because in sadness, sometimes it's tough to get places. Depression and sadness does not make you want to put on clothes and like run to the therapist. So I found one that worked for me and she really, 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 really helped me um, get through some tough times. Um, hey, here's one that people don't talk about because most people are always talking about other people, but I found out what my toxic traits were because your girl had some, your girl was manipulative she was a liar um she was not honest she was doing a lot of things that she would never have done because honestly sometimes when you're so wrapped up in things and it's so wrapped up in like making appearances seem perfect and like everything is okay um you can fall into some unhealthy unhealthy patterns of behavior i at the core of me have never been a liar i was not proud of myself during those times finding out my own toxic traits was definitely a tough thing for me to go through to admit out loud these are things I was doing in the therapist too, realizing what parts that I played in things and realizing, girl, you got a shadow side, you got a dark side just as much as everybody else, but you can learn about those traits in yourself and try to figure out um, how to go about, you know, bringing light to those things and not operating in your shadow self all the time. And... I have I have a very deviant shadow side, you know, I can make you hurt and I can show you where it hurts and make it be deep down and dirty. And I don't want to be that person. I'm not that person. Um, so in my life after divorce and like figuring out things that were wrong with me, not the other person with me, because I forgave myself for the things that I have done. My ex and I, we have a okay relationship. It's, ju it's just as it needs to be. But I forgave myself for the way that I operated in that relationship. And that was very important for um, my healing. <laughs> it, it was very, very important for my healing. But also... When you know your shadow side, um, I don't even know if I've ever talked about your shadow side on this podcast, but when you know how you operate, and baby, when I tell you I was manipulative, I probably manipulated a lot of people. I was not aware of that, like in the moment, my manipulative traits were brought to attention by my partner now. He just, you know, he really was um imperative in helping me realize things about myself that i was delusional about okay um it's not always your ex sometimes it's you um yeah <laughs> um 
a thing about life after divorce is your financial situation changes. Some of us are blessed enough. I was very blessed that I had, um, that I still do have a, um, a salon and it has definitely helped me through some times. I had family help me through some times like, cause who could have even predicted that the year after my divorce is final, we're going to go through a, a pandemic, a what, a not work, a salon that can't open is not making any money. But we had wonderful clients. Our clients prepaid for services for when we were going to get back started. Bless having a great business and people who support it. I'm so grateful for those clients. But my financial situation completely flipped. And it's something that if you're even thinking about getting a divorce, that it's, you might need to start, um, you might need to start thinking about how how you're gonna um how you're gonna move and how you're gonna live moving forward it's bought me a lot of humility <laughs> because i have had to um ask for help and receive help and that's not something i listen i was not a you can, I would ask people for anything person. I'm not, I was not that person, but I'm just so, I want people to be prepared that it's different. You're going to have to live different. I live different still to this moment, but it, what my financial situation taught me was the things that I really think are important and the things that I actually really value and they're not monetary. Um, the people, the people are what I value more. And I definitely got to reframe my ideas about abundance and money. But life after divorce financially, it takes, it takes a little toll. One income, two incomes to one is no joke. Um, This was a really tough and not so tough one for me because I've, I've fashioned myself through life. Um not holding on too tight to most things, but um, losing friends and family members is a really tough thing to go through after divorce. I, before I, while I was separated, I was already like cutting ties with like old friends because we just, it wasn't meshing. And I, <laughs> you know, a lot of people know that I just, I don't regret that. I don't regret doing any of those things at all. So I was kind of already like prepped for that. So when I was going through the divorce and people were falling off, not calling, not reaching out, not communicating, it just let me know who I really mess with and who I don't. And who I kind of like keep distances from because What's going to happen is you have shared friends, you have people who are going to pick sides, you have people who judge you, you have all those things going on. But what, what you really need to focus on is yourself anyway. I wouldn't worry about it. You are going to make new friends. It may take a minute and you might have your guard up, but you'll meet people who mesh with you and who are meant to vibe with you in the future worry about yourself child um i just wasn't upset as far as family members go 
Family members were more of an opinion base for me. Mothers never want you to be sad. So, you know, my mother, you know, she didn't, she didn't want that to happen, but, um, she supported me. Um, people just, my family members mostly just wanted me to be sure that I was doing the proper thing. They weren't trying to tell me to do anything. My father, may he rest in peace, was like, leave. <laughs> Uh, it's not funny, but I needed to hear that because a lot of people were just being like, but why? And you should. And he was like, if you're not happy, dip sets and it's the best advice. Um, but I know that it's tough in the moment. I just had a thicker skin, but it will be okay. I promise. Um, also, one of the things about life after divorce that you really, really, really catches you off guard, especially if you're like in your 30s and, you know, you've kind of decided on career and you're, um, you know, you're like knee deep in your life. Like you're not a baby. It's like, what are you going to do next? Like what's next for you? And by what's next, it doesn't mean that you need a new career or you need anything like that. But it's like, where are you going to live? Like, how are you going to, you know, who's going to have the kids on what and what day, where pets go, uh, what's next for you in dating? What kind of things do you like? We talked about all of this, like what's next was really big because I'm like, when you've been like with somebody for a long time, you're used to coexisting in each other's world. I'm going to tell you one thing. It gets quiet. It's so quiet. It's so like. What are what were all the things? I was doing so many things. I was here, I was there, it was a dinner, it was a this. That stuff slows all the way down. And it's on purpose because I think that you need to spend a whole lot of time reacquainting you with yourself that I don't think that you really need to be out all the time anyway. But when you realize like how much of your time was spent with the other person, it gets real quiet. Okay. I found ways to fill the time, but like I said, it's been four years and I'm just getting into another set, comfortable routine. Um, don't fret about what to do next though. It's really some building blocks and things that go into that. And it's hard. It's hard sometimes. Um, but don't worry about it, sis. You're going to figure it out. Take your time. Again, the last one that I wanted to talk about, which I think is pivotal and most important, I touched on it a little bit earlier, is forgiving yourself. It is important. Like I said, it could be your fault. It could be the other person's fault. It doesn't matter whose fault it was, please forgive yourself for just, I say this to myself all the time because sometimes I too am a person who visits the past. A lot of the times for me, it's in dreams and things like that. But I think about the past sometimes and I go, oh, oh. like I did that. I said that I was like this or this was an ugly moment that I revisited and that I remembered we're human. It happens in that moment. 
when it's one that pertains to me, I'm always like, Michelle, I forgive you for the things that you did when you did not know better and when you were sad, when you were intoxicated, when you were operating at your lowest self, I forgive you. And I also forgive, not at the same moment, I don't want you to think I'm doing these back to back, but when I think about something awful that happened to me, I really do say, I forgive this other person for operating, even if it was reacting, operating, reacting to something or not having all the facts or whatever. I forgive them for that ugly moment because that was not who that person is all the time. And I know that I'm not a terrible judge of character. I was not overly mistreated or anything like that. A lot of stuff went on. I would never discuss um my ex's personal experiences with anything so <laughs> like that's not something that i will share but i will always share my side of what i experienced and it i was not mistreated awfully or anything like that but a lot of things happened because it was two people who needed to grow up and they just couldn't grow up together <laughs> you know, it's so simple. Um, it's simple. It's really simple as that. But I wanted to leave on forgiving yourself because it's really so important in building a ha happy, healthy, joyful, evolutionary relationship with yourself after divorce. Like, it's so important that you forgive yourself. And I forgive myself. <laughs> and I want other women to know that right now it seems like you're going through this really, really tough time and you cannot see the light. It's so dark. It might not take you as long as it took me, but it took me the better part of four years to really, really work through all the emotions, all the complex thoughts, all the feelings to get to where I am now. And that's why, you know, I'm a certified life coach specializing in life after divorce. I help newly divorced women take back their power, jumpstart their lives and get back to their happiness. It's important to me. It's really life's work. And when you're going through stuff, sometimes you're like, I don't know where this is going to lead me. God, spirit, universe, let me right to this moment, right to having this experience so much that I could share and talk about how I ended up back in lightness. And um, if I could say something that I was grateful for today, I would be grateful that... <sighs> God put me on a path. Some of us are intended to take hard roads. I have never jumped on the easy path. I am most certainly somebody who took the path that no one was on because it's going to be a hard one. When you decide that you're going to make certain choices in your life, you have to understand the gravity of what goes with them. And 
though I put the ball to rolling, God knew where he was going to take me from there. And I'm grateful that I'm willing to bet on myself, take the chances on myself, push through, know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And I just, I knew, I knew I would pick up. I knew that I would grow. I'm grateful for redirection. I'm grateful that God chose me for, um, for this mission, baby. <laughs> um, Yes. So I wanted to just do a quick episode about life after divorce. And I'm so glad that you guys are here listening to me again, again and again and again and again. I have so much great new content getting ready to release and I'm going to have some great guests on the show for the remaining episodes this year. I can't believe it. Um, we are on episode number 83. This is real talk about life after divorce. And it's it's always so good to come on here, use my voice, speak. You know I love to talk. Um, I'm going to be, like I said, there's many new episodes coming out. I'm also going to be a guest on a couple other podcasts talking about this very topic that you don't want to miss i'll keep you updated on that and again i just want to say thank you guys for tuning in and i love you i'm grateful thank you so much and i'll talk to you guys again very soon